FM. Good morning and welcome back to AM's On 89 on WDBM East Lansing. And for the last time, Taylor Holterman and Luke Sloan are here to keep you company through your morning commute until 10 a.m. today. Thank you for tuning in. Luke, how are the vibes? It's a beautiful Monday morning. Wow. I think since we've been doing the show this year, it hasn't been this gorgeous since walking into the station. It's a sign. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, and I was able to quite comfortably wear that in this morning. Let's have a Monday. Let's have a Monday. I feel great. And you might know if you're a frequent listener, but Luke and I just graduated. Sadly, that means this is our last time hosting the show. But don't worry, the show will go on with two new hosts in the fall. Two new fantastic hosts. And it's going to be fantastic. They're going to do a great job. And we first thought of the show at a conference in Washington, D.C. our sophomore year. And I honestly can't believe that we're here now. Luke and I were just talking about this. This moment felt so far away back then. A pandemic happened. So much has happened. Um, Three years of college. So, yes. Numerous meetings and ideas. And before we get into anything else today, I just want to thank all of you out there in listener land for cheering us on, for joining in on the conversations and debates, and keeping us company every Monday morning on your morning commute. This show has honestly been the highlight of my college career, and it wouldn't have been the same without all of the support from everybody. And without you, Luke, I wouldn't want to wake up every Monday morning to spend two hours with anyone else. So thank you. You're too nice. <laughs> it's just it's just me we're talking about here. Coffee stained clothes on Monday morning and running late certain occasions. Not today, though, because I got a lot of sleep last night. Yeah, it's me we're talking about. I'm the same way. So it was, it was destiny that we host a show together. <laughs> We've had a heck of a run here. Two years of the show began pretty in deep pandemic times. We Our first show was January 2021. We eventually dug ourselves out of the pandemic. More people have been able to show up here. It's been a livelier year than it was last year. We had a full slate of shows. We were able to be around last summer as well. It's been a heck of a run. We've been joined by a lot of really fun people on Monday mornings. Everybody who listens, everybody who texts in, everybody who calls in, everyone who tweets us. It's uh, we're one big family on Mondays from eight to ten, and to do it one last time is awfully bittersweet. But we still have two more hours of radio. Still, lots to do. There's a lot going on in our world that we have to get caught up on. So, and a big weekend too. Both of us walked. Mother's Day was yesterday. Another. It was a beautiful weekend, lots to do outside, busy week, lots to catch up on. Yeah, and I know when we first started the show, we used to make those jokes about us being separated through a glass wall because during the time it was the pandemic and we needed Two to be separated. Two panes of glass as yeah. well. This is a big glass wall in front of us. But like we're still separated by a glass wall. That's just how the show is run. And a lot of it people is. are surprised when they hear that. Yep, um, there's there's... A pane of two panes of glass in front of me, about four inches between them, and then there's the other studio. Yeah. This is my studio that I'm talking to you from right now. Today it's very comfortable. It's not warm or cold. Perfect outside. <laughs> I'd have to have a picnic later or something. 
Yeah, perfect we... day. Graduation though, you graduated Friday at like nine a.m. I did. I graduated Friday at seven p.m. It was gr- a lot of fun. I graduated. Um, stayed up far too late the night before seeing my family. They came into town with my dog. It was a good time. My grandma made the trek all the way wow, down Wow, how about that? Is your dog yeah. still here? Uh, no, Percy Shame. has gone home, but he did get a tour of campus, which he enjoyed very much. That's good. Took a fat nap after that. Um, yeah, so graduated, walked. Campus is so big. Oh, yeah. It's like running a marathon from side to side. And then after graduation, I went back and wrote my last final essay. Uh, and then that was it all for right. me. So I'm... One final. You still have some classes yes. to go here. So. I gotta finish my thesis project uh, over the summer, and then. What is your thesis? It's a it's a podcast. Are cool. we surprised? It's uh it's called the Food Fix. Are guests allowed on? Uh no. I have <laughs> minimal knowledge of food. Not unless you have some food research background. My only knowledge of food is, I eat it and it tastes <laughs> good. So that's pretty much it. Maybe that's good enough of an argument. I'll talk to my boss. I could talk about it for 10 or 20 minutes, depending on a given topic. How was your graduation day? It was really fun. It was cool to graduate and cross the stage with a bunch of journalists that we entered this journey together four years ago. We got, uh, you know, our freshman classes together, Journ 200. We grew up together. A pandemic happened. And then we finished it out strong this year. So it was really cool to cross the stage with so many people who I've worked with in the J school and worked with here for four absolutely fantastic years. And it felt very full circle to do it with all those same people. And it was a really good crowd. The weather was beautiful on Friday. It it rained earlier in the day, but it ended up getting sunny and it was warmer Really nice crowd. Evening ceremony, I thought, was really fun. It kind of felt like an exclamation point on a really fun day. (laughs) Both my parents were able to be there. My sister, my friend, and my sister's boyfriend, Zeke, my grandmother, and then my other grandmother was watching the live stream along with other members of my family. So it felt very, very whole, and my heart was very full as I crossed the stage one final time. And it feels very weird to be done I never thought this day would come. It always seemed like it was months or years or weeks away. And then all of a sudden I crossed the stage and, you know, waved to the camera and I'm a Michigan State graduate. And, you know, it's a dream come true because this is always the place I wanted to go to school. I throughout high school, this is what I had circled. And then I can't come here. Everything is fantastic for four great years. Meet lots of really cool people, do lots of really cool things. And then boom, all of a sudden... I have a degree in my hand and I'm crossing the stage. It happened in the blink of an eye. For real. But even though it did, the the number of fantastic people that I met and shared this journey with and the number of great experiences and memories that I was able to be a part of will be things that I always remember. So all of that was really kind of in the forefront on Friday. But it was a, a great day, a great weekend. It really felt like a, a celebration and a culmination of the last four years. And I think it was very... Very proper, and I felt I felt good about it. It felt felt like closure, felt like everything came full circle. I don't know if everything's necessarily hit me yet. It right. just feels like Same. this is one of those college summers where I'll go and do a job, stay at home, and then come back in the fall. So it'll probably feel a little bit more real when I'm not beginning classes. Yeah, at the I don't think it's going to hit hard until September. No, I agree. Maybe Maybe when I get that first real professional spear job here hopefully sooner than later but 
it'll probably hit pretty different when the fall starts. But fun weekend. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Shout out mom. Shout out grandma. Shout out all the moms out there. Or future moms. (laughs) A lot of fun. Weather was beautiful. Saw my whole family this weekend. So it was a very, uh, weather was good. Vibes were good. Checked all my boxes. Well, speaking of things flying by, these next two hours are going to fly by. So if you want to get involved, you can text us at 517-884-8989. That's 517-884-8989. Or you can tweet the show at amzon89 underscore WDBM or follow us at that handle if you're interested in keeping up with the show even after Luke and I are gone. And with that, we're going to get into our headlines for today. So starting off all the way in Germany, our first headline is German firefighters free high school exam from locked safe. This is in a Western German town that I am not going to try and pronounce because I will not say it properly. Let me see if I can try. (laughs) Maybe Bacolt? 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 I doubt it's Bacolt because that's very Americanized. It. I don't know. The the, the vowels in, in German are a lot different than they are in English. Probably buch. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, maybe. <laughs> firefighters got a distress call from a local high school because teachers couldn't open the safe that contained the answers to a final year exam students had to take inside. I'm guessing final year. That was me year a week ago at this time. Means to graduate. <laughs> me too. Um, the lock on the safe had jammed, so the firefighter showed up. You know, broke the safe open. There was an hour delay to the students starting their exam, and apparently the students had mixed reactions of both excitement and dismay about the safe being open. Some kids were like, I'm ready to graduate. Get me out of here. And some kids were like, dang, now we have to take the exam. They really needed a firefighter to get the safe open? I guess so. They couldn't have just pried it open or used tools that they had at their expense in some way to get it open. I just want to know if this is like typical practice. Like, does this really need to be in a safe? Yeah, no kidding. What is this, the SAT? We don't do that in America, do we? I don't, well, you know, probably. For like the SAT or something, maybe? Taking the SAT and taking the ACT, it felt like I was in feel like that. a full maximum security prison because there were, <laughs> in the gym, we, we were all in the gym, all 500 of us, and there were teachers walking around on the track looking at us like prison guards and teachers walking up and down the aisles and... It felt like some kind of mass safety operation. So maybe that's what this was. It wouldn't shock me if the answers were in a safe with how much they cared about the integrity of the exam. Maybe this was the German version of the SAT. My SAT experience was a little different than yours. I was locked in a room with one table in it and two chairs. And I sat on one end of the table and my school advisor sat on the other end of the table and did nothing but watch me the entire time. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the SAT was the worst. It was like three days of testing, and mm. you're sitting there for hours. They gave us like the rest of the week off, I think, and the rest of the day is off when we finished the yeah. test, but that seems pretty kind of them considering the pain and torture that we went through. Weird <laughs> that Michigan State's not requiring the SAT or the ACT for the next four years, because I think. COVID? I, I'm not sure why. It's just so weird because when I was in high school, it was like a big deal. Test. You got to test. Yeah. You got to test. You got to get get a good score on the test. And now it's kind of gone, which is weird. But still, I don't know why German firefighters have any business 
handling this. They probably have fires they could be putting out. If that, if that was where I grew up, somebody would have just walked in with like a hacksaw, cut that thing open. <laughs> or just push it over. Use a hammer, anything. All right. Our next headline, man charged for opening door, walking on wing as jet taxis. This is back in the United States at Chicago O'Hare Airport. I was just there. Yeah, a man opened the emergency exit of a United Airlines jet and walked onto the wing as the plane was taxiing at the airport. I bet you it was Spirit Airlines. It was was United Airlines. Wow, a classy airlines. And then he jumped onto the tarmac off of the wing, which first off, can we just talk about how high that jump? That's a pretty high jump. I would break both of my ankles, likely. And this was like, I believe he was like in in his 50s or his 40s. So it's not like a young 20-year-old. Not really a spry fella. Um, Anyway, he was arrested and put into custody immediately and then charged with reckless conduct. Um, But this was at 4.31 a.m. in the morning. And so it was dark outside. When he jumped down, he was attempting to guide the airline to the gate. And I just want to know what was going through his mind. Like, was this a joke? Did he maybe really he think was, he was going to help them get there faster? Maybe he was on something. I, mean, I have no idea. Maybe, I don't know if it was some state of euphoria. A fever dream. Or if maybe he was partaking in some kind of illicit substance. Or maybe he just was sober as a priest on Sunday and, and felt like doing this and guiding the plane to its, you know, place yeah. where it could take off. I don't know how I would react if this happened on a plane that I was on, I, I would be mad because I'm sure this was a whopper of a delay oh, because absolutely. they had to get the airport police on the tarmac to arrest this person. Then they would have to re-secure the door, pressurize the cabin, probably make sure everybody didn't have anything on the plane because there was probably chaos and people getting on and off. So you're probably looking at about 90 minutes here. At and least. if you're flying on business or vacation, everything is just getting delayed. So I'd be pretty angry. I mean, I don't even know how he managed to get to the door and open the door. I would have thought that. Well, he was in the. It was the emergency door. Maybe so he, he was, was right in on the, emergency the door. Emergency ILC. Yeah. Because if he had to walk over there, there probably would have been a flight attendant or a person. Somebody would have stopped him. Somebody, but. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it was a 4:30 a.m. flight though, so maybe there weren't a lot of people on the plane. True. I've been on some early flights. Some early, early know, flights. The- but they've been pretty crowded, but maybe not as crowded as something in the middle of the day. The but only that's crazy. mindset that I can imagine here is just like, it's 4.30 a.m. I want to get off this dang plane. I'm getting off this dang plane. Yeah, it still, though, you went through TSA. Yeah. You sat in the, the stuffy, you know, I'm losing my mind. You sat in the stuffy terminal for maybe a couple of hours. But, you know, O'Hare is very nice just there. But nevertheless, I thought this would have happened on a plane like Spirit or <laughs> some other. Are you right now at the other airlines? Sure. I mean, Spirit or I'm trying to think of another really cheap airline. I don't know. They, the couple have emerged recently. Yeah. But, yeah, like JetBlue or something. I, I, not United or Delta or something yeah, nice. Well. We're going to stay in the U.S. for this next headline. Texas burglar cuts victim's grass before fleeing with lawnmower. A burglar in Port Arthur, Texas, rocked up to a house, mowed their front and back lawns with their push lawnmower that he got out of one of the buildings in the yard, and then stole the mower, dragging it behind him on foot. He actually abandoned it 
in a nearby alley when he escaped the police, also still on foot, and he's still at large. There is a warrant issued for his arrest. Wow. This must be a top-of-the-line push lawnmower if someone is going to go the, to lengths to steal it. It didn't, it didn't look like anything crazy to me. It, well, it didn't look like one of those like fancy electric ones. Yeah, I mean, I can understand if it's a like a riding lawnmower that you can just drive off on yeah. that might be a couple grand, but an everyday push lawnmower that, you know, it takes a while to mow your lawn with that if you have a bigger lawn, which I haven't mowed bigger lawns with that, just smaller ones. But nevertheless, hey, very courteous of this guy, though, to mow the lawn front and back before stealing it. Yeah. So I guess they they did not leave this person who owned this property down bad. They, you know, they said, oh, you know, I'll take your mower, but I'll make sure that your, your grass looks nice beforehand. So when you're trying to find a new mower in the next week, it isn't a problem. It probably got broken during the chase, I would guess. I would guess. It looked like from the video that this was also in the middle of the night. So how are you not concerned about, like, waking up? The people you're trying to steal the lawnmower from. And how can you mow the lawn in the middle of the night? Right. I mean, I you don't, don't know where you're going. What, what you don't know if was. you're you don't know if you're running over things. You're not gonna get those fancy little baseball field stripes just by mowing in the middle of the night like that. I mean, if I heard somebody mowing the lawn in the middle of the night, I would automatically become concerned because that's just not what people do. Yeah. On a side note. It should be a crime if you mow a lawn before <laughs> 9 a.m. Period. But between between like 9 p.m. and 9 a.m. No it's only mowing. it's only courteous for your neighbors and for maybe members of your own family if you mow your lawn at a decent enough hour. Plus, you have to let the dew dry so you don't ruin the blade of the mower. Oh, so, interesting. All right. Fun fact. Pull I, up I that used lawn to, care knowledge. I used to mow lawns. I mowed lawns <laughs> for three almost four years in high school so i have just a little bit of experience in that experience uh, that area department. all right well that wraps up our headlines for today again if you'd like to get involved with luke and i and the conversation for one last time you could text the show at 517-884-8989 that's 517-884-8989 or you can tweet us at amazon 89 underscore wdbm let's check out your traffic and weather for the day Going into 8.30, we're looking at 56 degrees and sunny outside with a 1% chance of precipitation and winds coming from the southeast at 10 miles per hour. It's going to stay sunny for all of the morning, uh, getting a little bit of cloud coverage around 1 p.m., but it is going to get up into the 70s as a high today, around 5. So a beautiful, beautiful day outside, a beautiful Monday to have our last show. As far as your traffic... Um, a big slowdown on 496 um, coming towards East Lansing and a little bit towards downtown Lansing near Sparrow Hospital. So if you're going to be taking 496 today, expect quite a massive slowdown in that area. Um, also a slowdown on 127 North outside of Lansing if you're heading that way. And on 96 coming towards Lansing and the Lansing Airport um, other than that, most of your traffic looking clear and good to go, especially in the Michigan State University area, because as I imagine, most students are uh, heading out of town after the commencement ceremony this weekend. Traffic and weather is brought to you by Impact89FM.org, your one-stop destination for the latest music 
news, and sports headlines for Michigan State and Mid-Michigan. You're listening to AMs on 89 on WDBM, and Luke and I will be right back after this. Welcome back to AM's on 89 on WDBM. I'll tell you one thing, Tay. With the weather forecast this week, it, it's going to feel like summertime. Have you taken a gander at it yet? It's about time that it feels like summertime. I hate the winter, man. It is going to be 85 degrees on Thursday. Yes. Today, it's only going to get up to about 75, maybe a little bit warmer than that, but still, I don't want to complain about that. But the rest of the week, through this weekend, is going to be well into the 80s and really nice, cool evenings. So, I know it's not officially summertime on the calendar yet, but it's going to feel like it. Sounds to me like it's time to go jump in a great lake. I am. No, I was just talking about this <laughs> yesterday with my sister. Now that school is over and we've walked and graduated even though it's not necessarily authentic michigan summer which probably starts in about june i have just an unbelievable urge to go up north and swim and fish and canoe and hike and watch Same. the sunset and do all kinds of outdoor activities but i need to wait just a little bit longer probably until the calendar flips to june but it is indeed summertime it feels kind of like a weird summer because Usually the normal college summer is, oh, you're done for the spring semester. Maybe you'll take a summer class or two, and then in the fall you will pick things up again. Mm -hmm. But for me at least, I know you're taking classes in the summer. I am not. I am done credit-wise. I even got the fun email from, shout out to our journalism advising department that says, hey, all your credits are fulfilled. You're ready to roll. So I'm good Woo! to go. But – the normal summer is, oh, summer break, but it's not really a summer break no. anymore. Unfortunately, we're kind of done having summer breaks forever. Mm. For the first time in our lives. Last summer was our last summer break. That's yeah. kind of sad. So, like, does it still feel like summer is going to be the question? It does for me, but that's because I'm under the impression that I'm going to walk back on campus next fall. True. At least mentally. But there's a lot to do in the summer here in the greater Lansing area. We have a list of the top 10 things to do in Lansing during the summertime. 
And this is put together by the Greater Lansing, Michigan Board of Commerce, also found at lansing.org. Of course, you can text us 517-884-8989 if you have anything you'd like to add on things you like to do in Lansing during the summer. Or maybe you agree or disagree with some of the things listed here. But the hashtag is hashtag love Lansing. I hashtag love Lansing. It's a very nice area. It's a little bit more low key around here in the summertime. There aren't as many students around, as many people around East Lansing. Lansing is about the same as it usually is, probably a little even more crowded than usual. But a summer in, in mid-Michigan is is fun because it's it's a little bit more relaxed. There's less people around, less chaos, less busyness. It's kind of a, a slower pace. So here are the top 10 things that people like to do around here as ranked by the Lansing Area Board of Commerce. This is kind of their summer bucket list. And if they say that if people from Michigan come to the greater Lansing region in the summer, these are the things they need to do first. First one would be either you walk, you bike, ride, or paddle in the water down the Lansing River Trail in downtown Lansing. There are over 13 scenic miles of the the Lansing River Trail, it goes to Old Town, it passes by the old Lansing City Market, and it's ranked as one of the top things to do in Lansing during any season, and over those 13 miles, there's a ton of fun attractions, the Potter Park Zoo is also along the Lansing River Trail, and it's a really cool thing to do, in my opinion, in any season, but you could walk or bike or kayak or canoe down the Lansing River Trail in the summer. So I have done the bike, the Lansing River Trail. I've done the run, the Lansing River Trail. I have I've also run. done the get in the water down the Lansing River Trail. I've not trail. done that either. And um, I back the biking. Biking was very fun. Very nice Love bike to trail. Bike. It's a very biking is a very summer thing I, to do. I back the running kind of. It wasn't my favorite place to run. I don't back the getting in the water. Did not enjoy the getting mm. in the water part. Why is that? I just like water. Kind of, the water's kind of nasty. You you miss out on all the like the attractions that are the highlight of being on the river trail in general because you can't like get back out of the water to like visit them. So you just kind of float by and you're like, oh, that thing looks cool. Wish I could see it or go inside, and you can't. I have only done one thing down the Lansing River Trail, and that would be walk. You and I have walked down the oh, Lansing yeah, Trail. Did. That was fun. Years ago, sophomore, sophomore year, year. I have not biked. I have not canoed or kayaked, but I would enjoy doing that. I think I, I really enjoy kayaking. So that might be something I do. I don't have my own kayak. I'd have to rent one. But I but I think that'd be I think kayaking would be pretty fun because you could I think it'd be really cool to have that perspective low on the water, especially as you go through downtown and some other scenic areas. The Lansing River Trail, I know that the, the Red Cedar River gets all the hype around here, and yeah. as it should, because it's gorgeous and it's uh, our, the crown jewel of our campus. But just down the street, a little bit west, the Lansing River Trail is is gorgeous and a lot of fun, too. I've I've really enjoyed it. It's beautiful. It's wooded on both sides. There's some parks. Gorgeous. Next one does involve our very own Michigan State University, Uh-oh. a school of which both of us are alumni of. And it is MSU Dairy Store Ice Cream. Oh, right. Obviously, it makes all of its ice cream on site. It has won many awards. It is, the, the be- in my opinion, some of the best you will ever taste. Mm. My favorite ice cream on this earth. 
And you can order online now. Curbside service is available. It's open again if you want to walk in. I've walked in many times this semester. The full variety of flavors is back. You could also get shakes and snacks and other food. You can buy ice cream to go. And it makes the top 10 via Lansing.org. I am aware that this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Uh Hear me out. I am ready. (laughs) Um, I went to the dairy store for the very first time a couple of weeks ago. Because the, I am the first time severely lactose intolerant. Yeah, but you didn't go with friends. And or... for a large part of that time, it was closed. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I pandemic went, did happen. And I got the dairy-free like sorbet flavor of the week. Probably pretty good. Wasn't good. Mm. Didn't like it. And my friend who also got it also didn't like it. So it wasn't just me. It was like sticky and gloopy, and I couldn't even finish it. Um, wouldn't recommend. Well, I've never had it before, but I'm going to respectfully disagree and say that they probably did a listen, more quality job listen, than that. Maybe their ice cream is amazing. Sure. I'll you never know it. because I would die. <laughs> you could just try it once. But um, but the dairy-free stuff, I won't go back and get more. I won't. That's really a shame. Yeah. It's a staple of the Lansing area here Fresh during the summertime. You can text us if you're interested here on WDBM East Lansing, 517-884-8989, if you agree or disagree with any of the Lansing summer activities that we're talking about, including catching a minor league baseball game at the Lansing Lugnuts. Uh, now, Cooley Law School Stadium, right off Michigan Ave in downtown Lansing, is now Jackson Field. I have gone to two Lugnuts games so far this year. Both of them were Thirsty Thursdays featuring cheap, you know, what you buy at baseball (laughs) games. You can get a hot dog. You can get a beverage. Uh, It is right downtown. The ballpark is beautiful. The Lugnuts have uh, the number one prospect in the Oakland Athletics organization this year, catcher first baseman Tyler Soderstrom. He's a very good player. The weather is going to continue to get more beautiful. The ballpark is gorgeous, like I said. It is a very affordable baseball experience. You don't have to break the bank to go down and watch the lug nuts. And it's cool to get downtown. You can walk to a restaurant, bounce around downtown before the game. High A, it is now high A baseball, too. So there are players who are a little older. The quality is a little bit better. And lug nuts games are a lot of fun. I... Had not been, I'd been to one before this year, and then I've gone to two this year, and they're they're very fun. So the Lansing Lugnuts make the list, and I think deservedly so. I back the Lugnuts games. I've never not enjoyed. They're very fun the game, and one of my first memories of ever being in Lansing was attending a Lugnuts game. I mean, I was in Lansing for something else, and just ended up attending a Lugnuts game. That's not the reason I came down here. But if you're in the area. And it's a nice day. Would highly recommend. It's very fun. Another thing on this list is visiting the animals at the Potter Park Zoo. They say that summer is the perfect time to get reacquainted with the Potter Park Zoo if you've never been or if you have not been in a while. They've had quite a few new additions to their family over the past couple years, including otters, kangaroos, rhinos. You can make a reservation at the zoo if you're interested, if it's maybe a holiday or a more crowded day. But the the Potter Park Zoo is another gem of our mid-Michigan area that I have never been to before. So I am going to have to... What? I'm going to have to check that one off because I've never been. We're, we're going to the zoo. Hey, I'm I'm very interested in that. All right, let's go to the zoo. What, uh, what makes this zoo 
stand out so, amongst the others because I've never so been. It's so good. Okay, the otters, 10 out of 10. Absolutely adorable. Cutest things I've ever seen in my life. The red pandas, underrated, adorable. I got to, you can walk in the petting zoo with the goats sometimes and pet the goats. That sounds fun. There's there's eagles, there's penguins, every, everything that you could want out of a zoo. There's lions, there's tiger, like, Bears. Fantastic. I don't think there are bears, are there? Is it a big zoo? It's it's the it doesn't perfect, have to be. I, it's the I, perfect I, it have to size to like walk around and feel fulfilled, but not be exhausted and feel like you should have packed fifteen snacks and twelve bottles of water. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a very nice balance. And it's like not crazy on the expense side if you, Affordable, you know, good. live in the Lansing area, you get the discounts when you pull up. It I Love the part, and a lot of the most of the animals are like rescue animals who like can't live in the wild anymore. Like I know one of the eagles was shot and like can't fly, and stuff. So like they do a lot of rehabilitation. Um, I love the cool. zoo. The zoo is is not just a thing for maybe younger people. I think it's for people of all ages. It's fun. You can see the animals. I haven't been to a zoo since the pandemic. So actually, just yesterday I was talking to a couple people about going to the zoo, maybe the Toledo Zoo, which is down near my home, which is a lot of fun. But this next place here, ranked by Lansing.org, is a place you've been recently. It is the the Little Hawk Putting Course. Oh, yeah. The Lansing.org Bureau, they love the Little Hawk Putting Course. It's the putt-putt course you've, you're not used to, it says. It's one of a kind. It allows you to play mini golf on real grass with mm-hmm. actual sand traps, waterfalls, water hazards, and they say it is indeed perfect for all ages. The Little Hawk Golf Putting Course. Yeah, that was really Located fun. in, you said Hazlitt? I think Bath, Bath? technically. Okay, shout out Bath. Um. But I enjoy putt-putt. I enjoy real golf, but I also enjoy putt-putt. Putt-putt is a very summer and vacation thing to do. I like to putt-putt when I'm up north, maybe in a vacation town or maybe on like a family reunion or something. And the fact that you can putt-putt on a course that features real grass and not artificial turf sounds fun. Yeah. And there are some extra challenges. I'm very interested in this. Yeah, so it's at Hawk Hollow in Bath. Um, And I can confirm a text in from a Lansing local who says it is fire. Probably Zach. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Um, Good luck to Zach. Headed down to Virginia yeah. soon. He's our sports broadcast director here at WDBM. He is the voice of the Tri-City Chili Peppers in Virginia. He'll be there all summer. Follow along if you're interested. At Zach Sardenic. <laughs> so, capital Z, capital S. So, anyway, yes, I've been there. It was fantastic. All my roommates also back it. We go frequently. And uh, on a nice day out, it's it's beautiful. So the last one ranked here via the Lansing Board of Commerce on Lansing.org is the Urban Beach at Rotary Park in downtown Lansing. This is along the Lansing River Trail, and it says whether you like to play, paddle, or picnic, the Urban Beach at Lansing's brand new Rotary Park is a perfect place to spend an afternoon or an evening. You can find magnificent artwork, multiple fire pits, a lighted forest, and many Spectacular views of the downtown Lansing skyline. It is located along the Grand River, along the 13 miles of the River Trail. You can kayak, canoe, you can rent bikes, you can also 
play in a, a sandy beach. There are also games available there, picnic tables. You can get in the water if you would like as well, but the pictures on here are just gorgeous. And I have walked by the the Rotary Park urban beach before. I've never really stopped and enjoyed it, though. But this looks like a pretty cool place if you want kind of a beach feel, even if you might not be up north. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. When you said urban beach, I was like, this is the first thing on this list that I have not. What is this? <laughs> You've definitely I've walked definitely by walked it, paddled or biked by it. I've literally walked by it with you the first time I was ever on the I mean, the, the photos of it look really cool. So, Obviously, the river is right there. I uh, recognize the, the sandy it beach. now. And, and the views of downtown in the background are, are gorgeous, too. And and listeners who were confused when he said urban beach might also recognize it as just that like sand pit that's along the river trail where you frequently see people. People this is a classier name than magnet, sand pit. Magnet fishing for like metal things in the river. Um, Never done that. Listen, it's 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 fine, but I wouldn't put it in the top ten list of things to do in Lansing. Like it's it, a hey, sand it's a nice pit. place to go spend a little it's afternoon. A sand pit next hey, to with some some cornhole or whatever. It, and in if Michigan, you're gonna go we, enjoy the beach feel, sure, but you're also gonna have like. A hundred strangers walk past you within that time because it's right off the river trail in downtown. Like, yeah, but it's warm, uh, and if you have maybe a beverage or two from a I local this brewery, is, nah, this is the biggest miss. Come on, it's all vibes. There's this live is... music there. You can bring your own music. Okay. It's warm. This is the biggest miss. There's br- there are multiple Lansing breweries around there. You can take a brew down there. You can bring your kids there. There's cornhole miss. Man, I strongly disagree. (laughs) 517-884-8989 is the telephone number if you want to text us with your ideas of what you like to do in mid-Michigan during the summer. Lansing.org's ideas include the Urban Beach at Rotary Park, Little Hawk Putting Course in Bath, the Potter Park Zoo, Lansing Lugnuts Game, various breweries in the Lansing area and downtown Lansing, MSU Dairy Store Ice Cream, local Farmer's Market, and, of course, the, the Lansing River Trail that you can walk or bike or paddle down pretty much at any time. Once again, 517-884-8989 is how you can text us if you agree or disagree with any of those things, if you maybe use them quite frequently, or if there's something that maybe Lansing.org forgot that we didn't get. Maybe I'll shout out, Lansing has a lot of really cool local pools and, and swimming pools and diving pools that are outdoors in the summer. I did not know that. I, I discovered them last summer when it was when it heated up in July and, and we had that big heat wave. That's kind of my honorable mention shout out. Um, if I had to pick one, do you have one? I would say, um, like instead of going to a sand pit, I think that I would you're gonna rather, say go up north. I think I would rather either go like tour the Capitol or go which to is the fun. Michigan I did that, I did History that Museum, which is also ago. downtown. Michigan History Museum, it's also downtown, and it's uh, yeah. Very cool. I that sounds like it. a lot of fun. I toured the Capitol three weeks ago when I went there here with a contingent from WDBM and talked to the politicians and did some lobbying. So oh, shout out cool. to the Michigan Capitol. You can tweet the show if you're interested at amson89 underscore WDBM, or you can also follow the show at that handle. It will be passed off to a set of new co-hosts and a new crew for the show here after today. As a, a new era of Amazon 89 will be ushered in, you can also follow the station at WDBM. But we have a, a very special edition of Battle of the Blank. 
An Amazon 89 edition of Battle of the Blank coming up next. You're not going to want to miss this absolutely loaded part of the show. It's a it's a very fitting recap of the last two years as we have about 50 minutes of radio left here on WDBM this morning. Let's get a quick look at your traffic and weather here in mid-Michigan. The slowdown that Tay talked about on 127 North has cleared. There is still a slowdown, 496 headed westbound just south of downtown. There is construction going on there. It goes down to one lane. I know that because I drove through there just Friday and was caught up in that traffic, and it occurs pretty much at every hour of the day. So if you're headed there, be careful. Maybe take some extra time. If you're still on your morning commute, there's also a pretty major slowdown. I-96 headed eastbound toward Lansing from Grand Rapids. There are There is construction as well as an accident, I-96 eastbound. But not a ton else as you finish up your morning commute on this Monday morning. The weather here on Amazon 89 has really never been better. It's going to be an absolutely gorgeous week here in the mid-Michigan area today. 75 degrees, a low of 59 degrees tonight. A good deal of sunshine today. It might be a windy day. Some higher wind gusts are possible, but it's going to be in the 80s all week long. And just absolutely gorgeous here in mid-Michigan as we turn the page to summer. Traffic and weather are brought to you by WDVM's Impact Is Own podcast, your place for Spartan basketball, available on impact89fm.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you find your podcasts. You're listening to AMZON 89 on WDBM, and Taylor and I will be back on the other side of the break with a special AMZON 89 edition of Battle of the Blank. Matters. 
Time was on 89 with Taylor Holterman and Luke Sloan on WDBM East Lansing for the very last time for the both of us. About a half hour here left of our show today. And uh, we got a text in during the break that made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, I giggled. Um, I'm shocked about the magnet fishing in sandpit opinions. The female voice host is typically much more optimistic about all things. Female voice. You're not wrong. (laughs) I... You're optimistic about some things, but you're pessimistic about quite a few things. Yeah, I have some hot takes that I feel very passionately about, (laughs) and that's just one of them, apparently. Yeah, Uh, I think he, this texture genuinely got it right, but there are some things that you're a little bit less excited about, we'll just say that. They also shouted out Horrocks, and that's that's a good... Like honorable really good place, good place to take yeah. people on a date. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, but thank you, Texter, for texting in. And apparently, if you know that I'm usually a lot more optimistic, you've been listening at least for a little while. So we appreciate you being here. With that, we're gonna get into our final edition of our favorite segment here in AMs on 89, Battle of the Blank, and this is the AMs on 89 edition. This is an. Um, this is gonna be an emotional. Yes. Not all the blanks. So we are about to rank the top 10 AMs on 89 moments. So without further ado, here's what we've listed as our 10 things to rank. One, the great brownies. Oh, in no particular order. No particular order. Not yet. The great brownie versus cheesecake debate. Quote, 4.0, the best show in the history of AMs on 89. The time Tay got a parking ticket while sprinting to the meter at 9.02 when her parking expired at 9. Early favorite for number one. <laughs> Hosting the very first episode after a snowstorm so bad our cars almost didn't make it in. I got stuck three times that day. Wow, <laughs> that was that was not a good one. Yeah, making a grammar error on the first graphic. Uh, the AMs had an apostrophe, and then posting it all over social media and having to correct ourselves. We are journalism makers. <laughs> the group love episode live. From very Breslin. fun. The slightly less great Ratatouille versus Toy Story two debate. More also recent. very fun. Lovely Day by Bill Withers. If you've been around a while, you know that's our closing song. Stay tuned, half hour, one last time. That one point where we were both showing up in like the midwinter darkness with no sleep, fueled by coffee and a sheer love for the show. That's still going on. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> and so much unsolicited dating advice that I have lost count. Quite a bit of unsolicited dating So advice. if you want to get involved in these rankings, if you've been listening, please let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you one last time at 517-884-8989. That's 517-884-8989. Or you can tweet the show at amazon89 underscore WDBM. Let's get into it. What are you thinking, Luke? What are we putting at 10? This is so hard to rank. I know. Because there are so many fun things on this list. And, and when you mean no particular order, you definitely mean no particular order, because I could rank all of these, number one. I think we need to put us making a grammar error. Yeah, at on number the- 10, because <laughs> we, can't, we can't highlight that too much, or it'll show our ineptitude. Right, right. So us making a grammar error on the first version of the AMs on 89 graphic is at 10. That's just, it can't be one. <laughs> what mm. are we feeling for nine? I'm almost feeling the dating advice because it's been unsuccessful, it's, as we talked been, about during the break. Obviously, we're still single, so um, both of us. So that, that has could the be a dating contender. advice been good? Oh, <laughs> I'd like to think it is. Yeah. I hey, 
when we first debuted this show, I I said that we were going to use it as a dating tool for me. Way back in the day. And it didn't work. No, so, we're still here. And now we're mean, both single. It's only, th- it's only Does this mean I ratio. get another degree here? <laughs> we got to keep going. I got to get my PhD and you got to get an ad master's. And, yeah, and we need to find uh, the one yeah. because of this show. Maybe it, we just need unsuccessful. to go on like, Love Island or something. Oh, God, no. Right. I'd be The Bachelor. All right. Since our dating I'd advice. I'd easily be The Bachelor. <laughs> Put Luke on The Bachelor. Uh, all right. I'm cool with putting dating advice at nine. Because it's it unsuccessful. Because it worked. Yeah. The next one would probably have to be... It's tough. It's mm. tough because there's a lot here. I feel like us showing up in darkness with no sleep, fueled by coffee. For number eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say that because it's not as original. It's, it's a funny memory, but it was just hard times. <laughs> and it's not as original as others no. because we do that most days. Mm-hmm. Seven might be the the Ratatouille versus Toy Story yeah. two debate. Not our because yeah. the the great brownies versus cheesecake debate is is called the great debate for a reason. Yeah, this one was good. There was great. a lot of audience participation. We love you out there, and we're going to miss you very dearly when we sign off for the final time. Good debate. Not the best. Yeah, and I, I will say, too, you're probably just a little salty because Ratatouille won because Ratatouille is obviously the best Pixar movie to have ever existed. Okay, okay. Toy Story 2 is a hot take, all right? <laughs> is there is there anything else that stands out to you for, for number six? We're, we're starting to get... Do you want to reshuffle the deck here and, and tell everybody yeah, yeah. what we have so left? So here's what we have left. The Great Brownie versus Cheesecake Debate, which is obviously going to be up there. Luke's quote from the end of every show, since the very beginning, 4.0, the best show in the history of AMs on 89. And Let's Have a Monday. Let's Have Honorable Monday mention. Uh, the time take out a parking ticket. We'll sprinting to the meter at 9.02 when your parking expired at 9. Hosting the very first episode after a snowstorm so bad our cars almost didn't make it. The Group Love episode. Lovely Day by Bill Withers, our closing song. And that's what we have left. Six. Group love episode. Oh, I want that to be higher. That was the first time we've done a remote in our four years here. That's true. It's the only time I've ever done a remote broadcast. You know. a special place in my heart. I would put... Maybe maybe Snowstorm. Yeah. Because we've endured a lot of snowstorms to be here on this show True. a lot never one as bad as that one which is which is the reason we pushed through as well if you weren't around for the show back then was because we had already pushed off our first episode because i got covid yeah because we needed a we needed a covid break buzzer for me and then the snowstorm happened and we're like you know what we're doing this it doesn't matter and i drove in all the way from like the lansing airport yes and got stuck three times, but we made it. We have hard hitters left. <laughs> Lovely day, group love, parking ticket, which I think should be five. I think five should be parking ticket as well. Okay. This is the time you got a parking ticket while sprinting upstairs Up as we sit stairs, in the basement man. to the meter at 9.02 when it expired at 9. I was I This was, was about a breath. month ago. I was angry. I came down here and I, the first thing I said was, look. Yeah, you shook the building with your no, anger. That's the most angry I've ever been, man. <laughs> I hope. He's got me good. Our opportunities to get parking tickets are are starting to wane. Yeah, Pace had to give me one last time before I, I was out of here. I have not gotten one in a while. <laughs> Knock on wood. Knock on wood. And I'm crossing yeah. my fingers. But this wasn't that long ago. No. Um, so, group love episode should probably be four. I agree. 
for anybody out there who remembers, that was when Tay and I went live from the Breslin Center before Group Love and Pretoria back in April. The spring concert here for WDBM. Actually, it might have been even late March. But that was very fun. The concert was great. Beautiful, great crowd. I mean, a crowd that exceeded our expectations. It was awesome. A lot of energy in the building. The music was great. And we had an hour of really good radio beforehand. That was a lot of fun. It was something we never did. It was the only edition of this show that wasn't in the morning. So it really was great. It was the only edition of this show that's ever been remote. Shout out to the one and only Nathan Stearns. Yes, he was our producer for that show. Um, Shout out. Thank you, Luke, for putting that together because that's the only time I've ever done remote broadcast. Thank you for being you. (laughs) So we have. Uh, Yes, we have three left. I'd say the the great debate is probably going to be three. You think that's going to be three? Yeah, because I want to go with number one. I, I, number one needs to be some kind of long-standing that's, show okay, standby. That's true. And I have my eyes on something. Oh, bro. Number one is going to be Lovely Day by Bill Withers. No, number one needs to be the best show no, in the history no, no, of Amazon no, no, 89. No, 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 To be no, fair, no, no, I no. came up with the origin of both of these. That's true. You did. Luke, so, just, Luke just one day played Lovely Day, like right at the beginning. It, it was actually show one. Yeah, show, it was show one. one. Played Lovely Day. And we yep. both were like walking out of here singing that song. It was show one in, in February 2020. <sighs> I would just say the best show in the history of Amazon 89 4.0 after every damn That's show. True. Because every show was indeed our best effort. I wouldn't uh, lie. We would not lie tough, to the audience. Bro. This is tough. I like Lovely Day. I know. I hey, you know what? Both of them are great. Whatever option we go with here, you know what? Feels good. I'm gonna give it to you. All right. I'm gonna give it to you. Because if you think of one thing, one final victory on the show. If you think of one thing when you think of AMs on 89, like you probably think of that. So then, number one is that indeed, and number two is Bill Withers, which is very worthy. All right, let's let's do a little roundup here. Number ten. Making a gram- grammar error on the first version of the graphic, a comma in AMs on 89, and then posting it all over social media. Number nine, so much unsolicited dating advice. I've lost count. It's, it's been great content. It's just simply been unsuccessful. <laughs> Quite unsuccessful. At eight, that one point where we were both showing up in the midwinter darkness with no sleep, fueled by coffee and sheer love of the show. Number seven, the slightly less great Ratatouille versus Toy Story 2 debate. Number six, Hosting the very first episode after a snowstorm so bad our cars almost didn't make it in. Number five, the time Tay got a parking ticket while sprinting to the meter at 9.02 when her parking expired at 9. Another one. Another buzzer. Number four, the group love episode. Number three, the great brownies versus cheesecake debate. Might I add that brownies did win. I have, in fact, won every debate we've ever had. (laughs) That's just such a shame. I'll have to have one more so I can win. Number two, Lovely Day by Bill Withers, our closing song. And number one, Luke's quote. Please say it for me. 4.0, the best show in the history of Amazon 89. Slash, let's have a Monday. If you think of Amazon 89... That's You'll probably think what you think of. That you heard the best show ever in the history of this radio program. Every day, every Monday for the last two years. And this Monday, one final ride. Without getting too sentimental, because I think I might cry, thank you for being a part of it all, folks. This this truly has been one of the highlights of my college experience, and I'm honored to be able to be on air and actually have people bother to listen to me. So We love you. 
Yeah. Amazon eighty nine family for life. And if you remember all of these moments, like shout, shout out Tony out by to the way. You. Shout out Tony. Shout out our families for being here from the beginning. All right, let's get into traffic and weather very quickly before we wrap up this segment. A sunny 57 degrees outside feels like 55 with a UV index of 1. No chance of precipitation. And it's only getting warmer. It's going to get into the 70s around 2 p.m. today before uh, getting back down into the 60s around 8 around sunset. As far as your traffic is concerned, that same slowdown due to construction on 496, it has gotten better, much less slow than earlier but still a little bit of a slowdown in that area if you're driving around on your morning commute yet. Other than that, looking clear to go in the East Lansing and Lansing area. Most of the slowdowns we've talked about earlier have cleared up. Traffic and weather are brought to you by WDBM's Impact Is Own Podcast, your place for Spartan basketball. Available on impact89fm.org or wherever you stream your podcasts. You're listening to Amazon 89 on WDBM East Lansing, and Luke and I will be back in a minute to wrap up the show. Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all fading? And that heaven is overrated. Tell me, did you fall for a shooting star? One without a permanent scar, and then you missed me while you were looking for yourself out there. Welcome back to Amazon 89 on WDBM. Luke Sloan, Taylor Halterman here for a final 10 minutes of this Monday morning and also a final 10 minutes of this show with Tay and I in the co-host chairs. Of course, your texts are at 517-884-8989. We have a text from our dear friend, Tony. Who is, this is his last text to you and I in our tenure as co-host of this show. He says, I am with Taylor on the whole sand pit deal, but congrats, guys. I sure will miss you, too, and all the fun you brought to Mondays. Big cheesecake fan here. Not so big on Ratatouille. Definitely big on both of you, though. Thank you, Tony. And Tony... Thank you. Thank you. You're going to make me cry, Tony, for real. Tony, you, you texted in 
every Monday in snow and beautiful weather from the beginning of the show to the very end of the show. And out there, wherever you are, you're a valued member of the Amazon 89 family. For real, for real, for real. Thank you so much for always supporting us. We're, really we're indebted well. to you, Tony, for, for <laughs> listening in, through good and through bad and for all the ups and downs of uh, Amazon 89 on WDBM. But it is seven before the hour here on WDBM. This is usually when we do Twitter trending on this show. And this is usually when we tell you that New Music Monday is up next from 10 to 11 a.m. And New Music Monday is indeed up from 10 to 11, and there will be shows in the future, but they will not include Taylor and I. This is the last Amazon 89 until this upcoming fall. There will be new co-hosts of this show. They will do a fantastic job. They will bring new and fresh ideas and take this show to levels that it never has before. And we're very excited about that. We don't necessarily know who those people are going to be yet. It will likely be people you have heard on this show before over the last month. But we're very excited about the new era of this show. And we hope that all of you stick around for what will be a very exciting next year of this show starting in the fall. But for today, this is the last six or seven minutes of radio that not only you and I will do together, but on WDBM. Both you and I have been employees of this radio station since our freshman year. Four spectacular years of doing many things here with many great people. So many fantastic coworkers. So many great people that we've been on air with. So many fun trips and memories and experiences. And, and we could go on and on for hours and hours about everything that this station has meant to us as part of our Michigan State experience. For me personally, I stumbled in here the first week of my freshman year. It was toward the conclusion of Welcome Week, and I knew I really wanted to do journalism, but I didn't necessarily know how that was going to work out or what it was going to be. Obviously, like all freshmen, the adjustment to college was not easy for me. There were a lot of tough times the fall semester of my freshman year. There were even times when I said, you know, it's weird and strange that I'm going into what I'm going into. But I stumbled in the radio station just by circumstance. After seeing a flyer, I was welcomed by... Just a fantastic group of people who were so talented and hardworking and kind, and they accepted me into their radio family, and I was able to be here for four spectacular years with so many coworkers, and this, this place really changed the course of my college career. It gave me experiences and opportunities in media that really solidified the fact that I, I want to do what I want to do, and I want to do radio and media and journalism, and it really solidified that fact, but more than anything... For me personally, it gave me, you know, my my lifelong friends and people who I will remember forever and experiences I'll remember forever. And I will be forever indebted to this place, Tay, because of that main reason. I, on the other hand, stumbled in here with a little bit of a different journey. I came in here my first week of my of my second semester freshman year. So a little bit after you. Also freshman later. year, though. Um, I stumbled in to the news team just because I hadn't no idea what I wanted to do anymore. I honestly wasn't even sure if I was going to keep pursuing journalism. I didn't know if I was cut out to do writing and editing, like what I had wanted to do. And I came into the station and I found Impact, the news team, full of lovely people. Sophie and Cole, thank you so much for guiding me along this path. But uh, I loved it. I kept coming back every single week. It was the thing I was most consistent with throughout all of college. Um, and Impact really gave me 
a home, like not just friends, but like a place to keep coming back to when I felt like I was lost and didn't know where I wanted to go next with my degree. The one consistent thing was like I always wanted to keep coming back to impact because um, I was like close to dropping out. Like I called my mom. I was like, mom, I want to come home. Uh, and I found this place and it really like I met f- I had met friends through here, friends that I'm going to have for the rest of my life, my whole career that I plan for my future in audio all started because I stumbled in here one day thinking like, Oh, maybe this would be cool. Maybe I'm not even sure if I want to do this because I had, I was terribly bad with social anxiety. So like the fact that I'm even speaking on the radio right now is insane to most people who know me. Um, so yeah, thank you to impact for like giving me a place to go home, but also, you know, allowing me to grow here and then spread my wings and end up somewhere else and still support me like along that journey. It's really sad that this is our last few minutes of radio on these airwaves. Like we said, it's been an unbelievable four years with so many great people and so many great times on air. It's, it's It has not been easy. The pandemic was hard on the station. Things were not in person for over a year. Uh, a whole class of our WDBM family really didn't have a normal senior year or a normal finish to their senior year when you and I were sophomores, and that was tough. But I was really... And still, I'm very proud of how all of us have persevered through these times. We've won awards together. We've gone on trips. We've had a lot of fun. But even though this is our last time on air individually and together, it, it it's a bittersweet day. Bitter because we, we won't be back, but sweet because the memories that we've made here and in college in general will be lasting for a lifetime. This, I mean, there's so many people that we can thank for our experiences here, but The bottom line is that this place set us up for success, not only here, but also meeting the best people of our lives, meeting such great friends, tying us all together, giving us new opportunities even beyond the station. But even if if I were to never host radio again in my life and I I draw upon Ryan Collins, who co-hosted the Green and White Report last year for this, even... Even if I never were to co-host radio again in my life, I can say that I talked on the radio and say that I was a host of a show and did what I dreamt of doing in my four years in college. And obviously the future is going to be one great big adventure and I'm very optimistic and ready for new challenges and new things. But this, we will always have this no matter what paths and and winding roads our careers take from here which is a beautiful thing and i'll be ever forever grateful for that yeah this has quite literally been me living out my dreams at a very very young age and it has allowed me to only dream bigger now for what i want to do in the future there are tons and tons of people we can thank both individually for our time here at wdbm as we round out the last amazon 99 as co-hosts together our, obviously, our, our general manager, Jeremy Whiting, has, is, is fantastic. We've Thank you, bo- Jeremy. We both have been able to be here together for four years, and, and you empower us all with the opportunities and the resources that we have. You empower us to be the best versions of ourselves. You are a constant positive force around the station, and you really set the tone of 
inclusivity and kindness and, and, and being very welcoming and genuine that really bleeds down for the rest of our staff. And you don't like to give yourself credit a ton because there's so many great people who do so many great things here, but you set the tone, you give us the resources that we have, you're a prolific alumni of this place, and you are changing people's lives, and you changed mine by being here and empowering us with the resources that we have. Jeremy is right here. He is here today. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank giving, you, Jeremy. He's giving me a big hug right now. These these two are the best. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Tay and Luke. What a great final show. AM's on 89, right here in WDBM East Lansing. Wonderful way of going out. So proud of both of you. Thank what you. What a special appearance. This is this is great. What a surprise that Jeremy came here today. Wow, that was awesome. All of a sudden, I saw someone out of the corner of my eye waving in the door, and I was like, wow, how special is that? But there are so many other people that we can thank. For me personally, my freshman year, the sports director was at the time Ryan Cole, along with Kyle Turk. They first gave me the opportunity to be part of the team and really had a lot of faith and trust in me and, and, and saw a lot in me and empowered me with the opportunities that I had. I was able to work along so many fantastic people, Joe Dandron, Eric Bach, Trent Valley, Nathan Stearns, Aiden Champion, Zach Sardanic, Liam Jackson, and, and everybody that we've had on staff during all of my four years here, not just in sports, but at the entire station, it has been the pleasure of a lifetime to work alongside all of you and leading this place together and doing so many things together and going on so many adventures together has been such a pleasure. And 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 we'll, I will always remember that. I, I thank all my friends who I've met up here, connections through the station, people I've met at the station, alumni of the station. I obviously want to thank my family my parents, my grandparents, everybody listening, my sister, my cousins, aunts, and uncles. Everybody has been so supportive of me throughout this journey, and I would not be where I am today without the support of my family, and I will forever love you and be indebted to you for the support that you've given me, and I would it would not be fitting if I didn't sign off these airwaves one final time without thanking them. Tay, <laughs> I who are you thinking I'm today? Really, I told myself I wasn't going to cry um, on air, uh, but I guess I would, I'd have to thank, other than the people that we've already thanked, um, my parents for waking up at 7 a.m. their time every single Monday to listen to me. Thank you so much. All of my other family who's tuned in, um, Sophie Sagan and Cole Tunningly, my first ever news directors for teaching me the audio ropes and like always believing in me, Nick Saba for being the only other news team volunteer with me for like a whole year. And Luke, you yes. for being crazy enough to want to do a morning show with me when I came up all excited in Washington, DC. Um, That's and- where the, the origin story of this show came from. And oh. now it will be passed on to generations and generations and new co-hosts and people who will bring new ideas and creative things. Absolutely. And also one of my closest friends, George McNeil, who uh, who's always kept me involved in the impact, even when you know I was really busy. So. And he's definitely listening out there too, out as to he George. pursues new adventures <laughs> beyond East Lansing. Another fellow MSU graduate, but you Tay as well. Thank you for being such a special part of my college career. I wish we had met each other sooner. We met each other the very couple first few weeks of our sophomore year. It's been an unbelievable ride, not just as your friend, but your coworker and your co-host. And I've said this multiple times over the last couple of weeks that I, you know, we continue to say, oh, the last this and the last that. But there's nobody 
that I would want to do this show with every Monday morning at 8 a.m., but you. And I truly mean that, and it makes me very sad that this is the last time we'll be on air together on WDBM, but just know that I truly mean that, and you have a special place in my heart because of all of the things we've done together during our time here in East Lansing. I'm just trying not to cry. Thank you. That was really sweet. (laughs) We have to close the show before I start bawling. (laughs) College, it's tough because especially the the, the final moments of our college careers because there are so many lasts that happen. Last class, last exam, last time with your friends. And this is one of the hardest, if not the hardest, last today as we sign off the airwaves on WDBM for one final time. And, and, and this is our last day at the station, too. But I think we gave it a good run today and had a good show. How would you grade us today, Tay? It has to be a 4 one last time. It's Perfect 4.0. Yeah. Would you say that it is the best show in the history of AMs on 89? Because I, I would contend that it is. It is absolutely the best show in the history of AMs on 89 ever. Well, MidMichigan, let's have a Monday, as we always say. Let's have a good week, good rest of your day, a good summer as well. Like we've said many times, this there's going to be two brand new and fantastic co-hosts of this show the first or the last week of August. They're going to do a fantastic job, but this is it for Tay and I. And it was a good run, Tay. It was. And we concluded with the best show in the history of this radio program. So (laughs) I would say, and I think you can contend to agree, that we, we finished on top here. We did. Well, this is it. For one final time on WDBM for Taylor and I, and for one final time on Monday mornings from 8 to 10 a.m., you've been listening to AMs on 89 on WDBM East Lansing. Have a great summer, Mid Michigan. And the world all right with me. Just one look at you. And I know it's gonna be a Yeah.